everyone. This is Corey Vickers again, and I am your advocate for the Veterans in Business Network, welcoming you back to another installation of our Reveille podcast. Uh, like, as you know, we, we host these periodically to introduce you to our corporate sponsors and veteran members and share information that's important to the veteran business community. Today, I have the pleasure of being joined by Dennis Thurston, who is with Southern California Ediston. Welcome, Dennis. Glad to have you. Thanks, Corey. Glad to be here. Hey, uh, Dennis, just to kind of kick us off a little bit, we'd love to hear a little bit more about your background, your role within the company, and kind of any personal connections that you might have to the military and, and this space specifically. Oh, okay. So it goes back quite a bit. Uh, let's see. It starts with Con Edison back east in New York City for 10 years working there. Coming out to California 35 years to date. Uh, so I work with Southern California Edison for 35 years now. I can also tell you that I've been in supply diversity almost since, since when it first started within California. So I've been a part of supply diversity. I'm a supply diversity manager here at Edison. I've been in my position 15 to 20 years right now. Helping, helping minority, woman-owned, service-disabled, veteran-owned, LGBT-owned companies uh, try to get business with Edison. Yeah, that that's awesome, and and that's actually pretty uh, a pretty long track record of being in the supplier diversity space. H how did you get involved in that? You know what? I used to be a manager of the Mass Market Group, which takes care of all the small businesses in our territory. I would do uh, joint ventures with the supplier diversity team at that time, and we would share resources. And then from there, it just became the passion of, of helping those that were in need, those that might be able to have a business. Having been a business owner myself, I do understand the seven days a week, the 15 hours a day, the struggle of trying to get a contract. So there's the passion that I want to make sure that if we can help, we help. Well, and thank you. Our membership absolutely appreciates that passion and, and folks like you that dedicate themselves to doing these types of wonderful works of service. Uh, we just greatly appreciate that. You know, it's interesting. I heard your accent. I thought that's definitely not a Southern California accent. So uh, now I understand the roots. <laughs> yeah, we got pretty deep ties to New York and we still go back at least two to three times a year. So, yes. And uh, just kind of checking, any uh, any background with the military or family history there? You know what? Uh, I have uh, my dad served in the Navy. My uncle served in the Navy. Uh, uncles uh, in the Army, Air Force, cousins in the Army and Air Force. So it, it really is a, a passion um, to help those who have served and, and how humble you feel and just trying to help and what they did for us and for our country. So uh, compared to what I try to do, I think it's uh, that's the least I could do or what anybody can do. Uh, that That's an amazing commentary right there. And I appreciate your entire family's service. That's awesome to hear. And it's amazing how we really have such a diverse group of folks within the service and, and it's connected to almost every single person, it seems like across this country. So I uh, just appreciate you and your family's service and your service to the veteran community as well. Um, Dennis, kind of switching gears a little bit, wanted to ask a little bit more about Southern California Edison. Can you tell us about the company and you know really what products and services y'all deliver for your territories? Oh, sure. 
So we are the uh, electric utility here in California, over a hundred and something years, 20, 25 years, I believe it is. And we cover over 50,000 square foot miles throughout territory. It's, it's an amazing company. It really is. We have high demands, a lot of commitment to the community in which we serve. We try to go ahead and give opportunities to, to you know, scholarships. We offer job opportunities in the, for, for members in the communities and, and outreach it's been a good, Edison's a good company. Edison gives back to the community they serve. Well, it's been, uh, it's been a challenging past several years with uh, a little bit of the climate change type scenario, the heat waves and the droughts that have been going on in California. Have you seen any impact in your role in that area? As we speak, yes. Uh, sometimes uh, we're called to help on our emergency crews on areas that are being hit by either wildfires or that are in need of, of some electrical need or downage at, at some times. But it's going, we're actually going through a massive heat, heat wave this week uh, as we're speaking. Well, I'll just wish you the very best in that. Uh, I'm, I'm in Texas and we understand heat. So I'm, I'm pulling for my, uh, my brethren in California there to get through this without, uh, without too much suffering. Um, a little bit more about the company, just in terms of what's important to Edison when it comes to supplier diversity, and most especially for our constituents, veteran business engagement. Okay, so we're governed by General Order 156. Uh, you'll hear me refer to GO 156. It's a minority diversity goal that we have at 21.5. So over the years, as Edison been moving forward to struggle to make that 21.5, we've been as high as over 40% in diversity spend. Service disabled veteran goal is at 1.5, and we've exceeded that goal over the years. And I got to tell you, it's not an easy goal to make. It's harder and harder every year, or challenging, I should say. The competition is bigger. The challenges are of finding companies that can do our type of work, which is mostly uh, in the IT, in the customer service area, in the transmission and distribution area. Those are, those are the big areas of that we're looking for contractors for right now, especially service-disabled veterans. You know, I was going to ask you a little bit more about that. So especially you know, certifications or certain qualifications that you're looking for from veteran businesses to make sure that they're qualified and, and capable of doing the work that you need. What exactly are y'all looking for? You know what? First of all, we're looking for a company that has a great safety record. Safety is the number one thing here at Edison. We want to make sure that the companies that we do have do work for us have a, a, an excellent safety records. We want to make sure that they're able to do the work that we're hiring them for. We want to make sure that they're competitive, competitively priced. Uh, we want to make sure that they do the job they say they're going to do. And that's not just with veterans and services able veterans. It's with all our companies that do work at Edison. Type of qualifications, uh, what certifications you mentioned. So we're looking at Department of General Service certification. We're looking at the Public Utilities Commission Clearinghouse certification. We're looking at 8A certification. So there's there's a couple of steps you got it in order to do work with us. It's good to be in a, in a program called Reba. It's something that we look at. You look at the supply clearinghouse for certification because then. 
if you are registered in, if you if you if you register in Department of General Services, you automatically, at no cost to you, you get certified into the Public Utilities Commission Clearinghouse, which is the clearinghouse is a, a company that all the utilities, not just Edison, I believe there's twenty eight other companies, AT and T, Verizon, you have PG&E, SDG&E. We all pay into that to make sure that the vendors or the companies that are trying to get certified, there's no charge for them. So I, I think, you know, just to reiterate, it makes it critically important that the potential suppliers, the folks who want to do business with Edison, get registered in that clearinghouse. Am I correct in assuming that? That is a good, good assumption. Yes. Awesome. What what other process steps would uh, a veteran-owned business need to take in order to do more work with you? You know what? It's it's kind of to the fact where let's see where there's an opportunity. Tell me about your business. That's what I want to know. Tell me about your business, and I can tell you if I can help you, whether it's with Edison or outside of Edison. We all, all of us diversity managers sit on different advocacy boards. We sit on different companies. So if I might not, if you, if there's not an opportunity for you at Edison at this time, maybe it's a two year contract and you just got to wait till the next time it comes around for uh, a bit. But we want to prep you and make sure that you're going to be ready to be able to bid on that opportunity. We want to make sure you understand our contract. We want to make sure that you're ready to go ahead and do work for Edison. And in the meantime, I can always see if there's opportunities in other utilities, other corporations. And that's the word. I mean, it gets to the point where we all talk, we all share the information, and we all share our vendors. If you have a good vendor, people people will know that you're a good vendor. And your word will get out, maybe a potential. Maybe I know that there's another company that might have an opportunity, not, not like our contract that's going to expire in two years, but maybe their contract is ending uh, with their weather vendor in six months. Or maybe they have a prime contractor that they might be looking for a subcontractor to do some work. So word of mouth, introduction, I think that's that's a good way to go ahead and get your company to know who we are. It's not always about the sale. It's about telling me about your company, telling me what you're doing, and telling me and showing me how you can do it. That, that's awesome. And I really do appreciate how you are networked into some of the other companies that might be able to leverage the services of a, a particular supplier, even if if Edison is not uh, exactly ready. That's um, that's great networking and, and you know over and above what I would have expected you to say. So absolutely fantastic there. Thanks. How do they get in touch with you to begin with, Dennis? You know what? Well, they can attend the VIB conference. That's one way. But they can also go to our website and get my name from there. They, you know, my, I'm very simple, Dennis.Thurston at SCE.com. I will get back to you. I will see what you're capable of doing. I want to know who you're doing it with, how long you've been in business. Make sure you got your certifications. Make sure your safety record is good. And, you know, we're very accessible. If you go to the CPUC Clearinghouse, my name's on their website. So, and that's my responsibility at at Southern California Edison. I take care of service-disabled veterans, Native American and uh, African-American companies that are trying to do work with us. There's my counterparts that take care of, but that's who I'm identified to go ahead. And that's the organization I support. I really appreciate you sharing that contact information. I'm sure that our listeners will appreciate that as well. 
kind of just a follow up on that. Let's say I, I reach out to you, I get acquainted with you. You say, hey, you know, you just missed the window for a two year contract. Uh, that So that window is not going to come open for a couple of years. How frequently, you know, if I'm a good supplier, how frequently do you want to hear back from me just to keep me in front of you so that you are rem- you remember who I am, basically? My way of doing work is tell me who you are. Let me see what you can do. Stay in contact with me, maybe monthly, maybe quarterly. It all depends on what opportunities I hear, because I might be calling you. You know, I might be saying, hey, I hear there's an opportunity here or at another company. You might want to look into it. Or I gave somebody your name, at least talk to them. That's the other things. It's all about the relationships. I can, I will introduce you to, if I meet you at an event and I know that I might not be able to use you at that, I will introduce you to other utilities and at least people will get to know who your company is. Is the opportunity there? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes it's just timing. But I know that there's been many times that I've been at an event, met somebody for the first time, introduced them to another company, and sure enough, they got a small contract, or then they got a meet large contract. So I won't even say a small contract, but it does happen. But I say uh, monthly or uh, quarterly is good, or or and it doesn't always have to be about business. It might be something you might have heard and you want to verify, you know. And after a while, it's like, and I know, you know, the days of what do you need? Uh, tell me what you're t- asking Edison. What do you need? It's like, okay. So if you're asking me what I, what I need, you're telling me you really didn't do your homework. You didn't go to my website. You didn't go to my annual report. Look at the annual report we do every year. It'll tell you what direction we're going in, where our spend is. It's one of the best tools. And all the comp- a lot of companies have annual reports. And that would be one of the best things you could look at to save your time and money. Like I said, being having been a business owner, I don't want you to waste your time on me or Edison if you really don't think you're a good fit to begin with. That uh, is absolutely phenomenal advice. And you know, everyone needs to get familiar with the customers so that they can actually be prepared for those conversations that they might have with you. And if they do a little bit of homework, that saves you a, a lot of time and effort and, and trying to explain something that's already out there and available for public consumption. So fantastic advice. Dennis, could you share a, a success story? And you don't have to name names, uh, but a success story of working with a veteran-owned business uh, throughout the entire process. Oh, how about I give you a veteran organization? Sounds great. So six years ago, these two kids come up to me, uh, Rebecca and Cole, and they have this idea about starting a new organization. And they're asking my ideas and my input and my help. And I got to tell you, six years ago, that's how the VIB started their networking. They're, they've been in the organization. They've been part of organizations way before. They are, they are uh, friends and they, they're committed to what they do. And I will say that they have uh, done an amazing job over the last six years as start. Just the, just the concept, just the idea, giving back, giving the veterans and service disabled veterans what they need, the opportunity. Look how many sponsors you have. The first sponsor that they have from, from day one. And you know what? Every time they said they were going to do something, they've been able to prove themselves. And I am very proud of what they've been able to accomplish. 
And, you know, I want to just say thank you. Um, Southern California Edison was the first charter member of the VIB. Uh, and I know that both Cole and Rebecca were particularly uh, motivated and and encouraging to, to you to get involved. But I'd love to hear a little bit more. I mean, really, what kind of tipped you over to become that very first uh, charter member? We sit on boards at, of different organizations at that time. We talked about it. We saw that maybe the other organizations weren't going in the direction we thought they would be going. And it was just the point of uh, you can see the passion that they had and the vision. They just needed they needed support and guidance. How's that? That that's a nice way. And not much not much in the guidance, more support just to kick things off. Like we were talking earlier, I think I've been involved since day one. I've been here for a long time with the utility, been committed to the service disabled veteran VIB organization for the work they've done and accomplished. And it just keeps rolling along. Every year it's getting bigger and bigger and we're helping more and more people. And it's just, it's a, it's a great story and I'm glad to be part of it. Uh, and again, really appreciate it. You know, it's interesting. And I think that the fact that both Rebecca and Cole are uh, veteran business owners themselves um, or associated with veteran businesses so closely in, in their not VIB life, but uh, in their kind of their normal day to day makes them so knowledgeable about what the challenges are and what the requirements are and what is going to be meaningful for a veteran owned business and a service disabled veteran owned business uh, that really gives them an edge in terms of what uh, passion they bring to their roles. So uh, again, just so uh, thankful that SoCal Edison has uh, been involved as a charter member and, and your participation and your involvement as well. I wanted to just ask uh, real quick, are, are you going to be able to join us for the uh, annual conference this year? You know, that's a good question. My plans are to be there and I can share with you that it depends. I, I believe I'll be there uh, most of the time, but I do have a hockey schedule that I got to keep uh, on, on, on time with. So it's a part-time job. So, uh, and I'm sure Sydney can cut it out if she wants, but uh, I do work for the National Hockey League and I do have a game. I think one of those nights that I just got to look at. Well, first off, that's very cool. And we got to make sure that we manage all of our priorities. So uh, appreciate that very much. Dennis, uh, any parting shots before we jump out of here? I want to make sure that we just open it up and uh, you can hit us with all the words of advice you might have. Corey, I enjoyed the interview. And I got to tell you, I'm very proud of what the VIB is becoming even more so every year after year. And you know what? There's no stopping them. They'll just keep moving and they keep moving in the right directions, making the right decisions. I love the fact that I love their passion. That's what it's about. It's not about anything else except the passion and trying to help those that, that have served. And I think that's a great, great thing for us all to do. And that's, that's my words of wisdom. Just keep trying. Don't ever give up. I mean, it, it's like, just make sure there's, if there's an opportunity, you're going to get it. If there's an opportunity, might not be today, but sooner or later, you know, people are there to help business owners, veterans and services, able veteran business owners. And it's not going to be given to you, but it will, the opportunities will come. And when the opportunity knocks, that's when you got to answer the door and show us what you have. Well, and it's very clear that you have the same or very similar, if, if not the same passion as the, the rest of the VIB team. So thank you for that passion. And, and Dennis, I really appreciate you sharing your time 
and your knowledge today, those uh, those points of advice and recommendation for the for the VIB community. I want to thank everyone for listening today. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the Veterans in Business Network, we are a nonprofit 501c3, and we're on a mission to provide education, training, resources, and outreach to help veterans in business succeed. And you can find more information and contacts on our website at www.vibnetwork.org. Thanks to our sponsors like Southern California Edison, it's actually free for veteran businesses to join the VIB network. And we have, uh, as you heard us mention a little bit, uh, an exciting event coming up. It is our sixth annual VIB national conference. It'll be in sunny San Diego, California, November 14th and 15th. We hope you'll register and join us in person. It'll be huge in terms of networking and learning and having access to resources like Dennis, for example, to to share thoughts and knowledge. Please stay alert for our next Reveille podcast. It's coming up soon. We'll share our updates on our website and through social media. And speaking of social media, you can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, I think we're on YouTube now, so reach out to us through any of those channels uh, if we can help you at all. Uh, Links and information from today's podcast will be shared in the notes. And again, thanks, Dennis and Southern California Edison, and each of you for listening to the Reveille podcast from the Veterans and Business Network. Uh, I'm Corey Vickers. I'm an advocate for the VIB, and uh, I'll talk to you next time. So let's get to work.